Hey, I'm Orlando Duque, and I'm a professional cliff diver from Colombia. I've had so many incredible career highs, from winning 13 world titles to holding two Guinness World Records. But after 20 years, I ended my competitive career at the end of the 2019 season. In this podcast, I'm going to take you into the mindset of some of the world's best cliff divers, how they overcome fear, pressure, and how the exhilarating feeling of rushing through the air from 27 meters is so addictive. We're going to hear from experts too, such as psychologists, physiotherapists, coaches from inside and outside the sport. We'll find out how they ensure the athletes are always in optimum condition. And we'll get into other sports and approaches, talking to adventurers, other pro athletes and visionaries, and we'll explore the places that mindset and focus can take us in everyday life. I'm Orlando and welcome to my world of diving. On today's episode, I'm talking to Angie Passenbrunner. She is the physiotherapist taking care of the Red Bull Cliff Diving World Series athletes. We talk about how she kept me diving for so long, her role in the mental well-being of the athletes, and she gave us a little bit of an insight on how we cut loose away from the platform. I couldn't dive without Angie treating my ankle first. I'm so glad to have her on the podcast to share her knowledge and stories. Angie, uh, welcome to Orlando's World of Diving. Uh, really happy to have you here. Hello. I feel very honored to be here <laughs> and talk with you. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a different scenario now. Uh, normally... Uh, we're in the treatment room. Um, just to give a little bit of context, Angie, she's the one that probably knows the most about what goes on in the cliff diver's body upon impact. Uh, she's the one treating all of our injuries. But um, first, Angie, I want to talk about um, your role during a normal day of Rebel Cliff Diving World Series. Not a busy day, just a normal day. <laughs> Quite every day is busy <laughs> with 24 people, you know. <laughs> I mean, now when we got married as second physio, it got a little bit easier. But normally what we do is to prepare the divers in the morning, before training, before competition, and then during the competition and mostly after the competition. Yeah, I think I think it's important to know that is is not just treating injuries you're also helping mobilize in the middle of the season like some of the guys are, are a little bit uh sore i would say sometimes after training and, and you take care of all of that right yeah that's true uh, mobilizing also looking after the training process a little bit so every diver can ask me um how to adapt his training to his injury how um he could adapt the exercises just to, to be safe for the next time. So this is also a, a little part of being a physio. And during a competition, uh, we mobilize the, the muscles, the joints, trying to stabilize um, all the weaker parts as well, and taping. <laughs> the, the number a, one job of is a big <laughs> thing as well <laughs> uh, we'll get to that we'll get to that don't worry i think we'll have a special section just about that um angie uh, <laughs> uh, when we started with rebel cliff diving world series as we traveled to the world uh we got this different physiotherapists at different locations and um 
it was it was interesting to see the different treatments we were getting, but it was maybe not very specific. And every time we went to a new physio, I have to explain every single detail of all my injuries from before. And then is when it came the suggestions to get a permanent physio traveling with us, and 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 you came on board. Um, what kind of injuries are you treating? I mean, you you know exactly what people is suffering and who is suffering from what. I think that was the 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 great part about having you on board. So. Uh, what kind of injuries and, and how those injuries are sustained? I'm treating um, like from the toe till the head, kind of everything. But the most important or most injuries which happen are adductor tears, also ankle injuries um, at the impact. Um, we have lower back pains from training because of too tight hip muscles, a lot of... of uh, cervical spine injuries from the impact if you land a little bit more over or too short you get a big hit on the chin or the, the head so whiplashes occur very often yeah I, ideally we try to hit the water as vertical as possible but when that doesn't happen uh, we're gonna have a trip to Angie's treatment room uh, Angie um, some of these injuries actually don't happen during diving you know like some of the guys have some, some strange and odd jobs like Mikhail and, and Andy that they're stunt doubles. So Mikhail sometimes shows mm -hmm. up with some strange bruises and, and it comes from his separate job. Myself, skydiving, I broke my ankle in 2011. And you probably know that ankle better than my surgeon that has operated six times on it. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, uh, how do you work these injuries? I mean, do, do this severe injuries do they fully recover or are you just trying to to like manage what's going to happen with them first of all i during the competition time i just see you three to four days um i try to manage just those injuries but i i try to give everybody some some tips for training how to recover during those one and a half or two weeks in between the competitions um so i try to bring you over this competition, but um, give advice um, to recover those injuries in, in the longer term and try to teach some preventive stuff um, that you you don't fall back into this injury, you don't get injured again. Yeah, I, I think I think that is important to learn, to like all those things you've learned, because I've had a torn uh, calf, remember, in, in Denmark, uh, I think 2018, mm -hmm. and as soon as you saw how I was walking, you you immediately knew what to do. Uh, so, like, does it happen that uh, like it, it kind of clicks automatic what you need to do? You know what's what's happening, then you run immediately with with what's needed for that type of injury. Um, yeah, of course, you have um, like a kind of recipe for some injuries, <laughs> some severe ones, you know, like muscle tears. Um, there you have to react very quickly. You have to put ice there immediately. You have to compress. And um, those things should occur like immediately, right after the injury. So I really like to watch all the guys dive um, because then I, I see how is the impact? How did he land? Could there be uh, something with his neck when he, he was over or short um, and then I try to go to them and and ask them are you okay do you need anything just 
because sometimes you don't even feel the pain in the moment when you come out of the water because you have so much adrenaline in your body and i mean after half an hour you're like oh oh my gosh (laughs) i'm dying yeah i I think that's for example when sometimes there's a severe injury and the treatment goes beyond the treatment room like after dinner you make sure you go and check uh to to make sure that people is ready that people is okay uh like i've been in my room just with my leg elevated not being able to move and you come and check mobilize what you can um i think that's it's it's one of the great things to have you around to know that uh, we're going to be able to be taken care of even while we're already away from 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 the platform so i i mean that's why we always ask for a physio Angie, when you first came to cliff diving, and um, I, I don't know if you saw it on, on, on television, how you heard about it, how you got the job, <laughs> uh, what did you think? What did you think when you first walked into, in, into, I think it was La Rochelle in 2013? Yeah, it was La Rochelle, the first competition, but I was at the qualifier before in January 2013. So, well, of course, I knew it from the television. I saw some pictures, but when I I really got the job, it was quite unreal. <laughs> I tried to watch more videos just to, to do some movement analysis. I also talked to, in La Rochelle, I talked to, to Nikki, to Hassan, to you. Um, I tried to, to get as much information as I could just to understand the sport, to understand the movement, to understand how much force uh, there is um, at the impact. And then I quite understood how your injuries work or how how your body has has to react um, when you are performing all those um, somersaults and twists. But first I thought, when I saw it in real, they are crazy. They are just crazy. <laughs> I think the same. <laughs> I still think it. <laughs> Angie, um, compared to treating like other sports, other disciplines, what do you find most unique about cliff diving? I mean, of course, uh, we can pinpoint certain things, but uh, compared to like treating injuries, what is it that is uh, you find most unique? Um, in cliff diving... The most unique thing is how you combine, you have to be mental ready and you have to be physical ready. And there is such a big mental game in this sport. So as you, as you always say, I have to see the dive first before I do it. I think this says it all because you first have to be mentally prepared for it. You have to know your dive by heart. This is, more unique because you also have to overcome your fear and tell your body so now <laughs> now you have to uh, work I, I agree i agree and, and it's, it's a short period of time that that you have in the air so you need to be ready mm. I, I gotta be honest i think uh you invented a few therapists along the way i think uh learning and working with this different processes i can see that uh the, the most common injuries you figure out a way to to treat it uh, probably in a, in a better or a more efficient way, like, um, I don't know, the, the, the ankles, the, the adductors. Can you just kind of explain a little bit of those uh, kind of different techniques you have to apply to, to cliff diving? 
you have to be very fast in your therapy because you don't have very much time in between. So you have to be pretty efficient in those time you have. If you, if you let's say tape, I invented some tapes for cliff diving because you don't find them in any book. <laughs> How to stay on from when you jump from 27 meters. So you need a special glue, you need a special knot, you, have, you need a special technique just to, to fix it. Um, and also a combination of uh, a very solid tape and uh, elastic tape is very important for your sport because you have to be strong, you have to be also flexible at the same time. So it's quite tricky sometimes because you need, if you, if you say you need a shoulder stability, you also need to have a big arm swing and so it should be flexible for the takeoff and strong for the impact. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's interesting <laughs> material, but yeah, it, it, funny enough, it works. It works because, uh, yeah, yeah works. you see the guys coming back and, uh, and actually getting taped and going out on that platform performing and uh, going back to the treatment after again. Uh, Angie, any differences mm -hmm. that you find between men and women's injuries? We dive from different heights, but I think it's, it's, it's kind of the same um, impact we have to go through, but are there any differences that you found? Mm, not really. So all the main injuries occur on, on male and female instead of one part, um, which is more dangerous for the, for the men. <laughs> <laughs> Angie, okay, let, let's talk about an unusual injury, let's say. <laughs> Uh, what's, what's probably something, something strange that you didn't expect it? Um, like a tailbone bruise or kind of near a fracture. So this is kind of very tricky to treat. You just, you just can try to release all the muscles around. I, I think a lot of people uh, think because it's just water is not going to hurt so much, but if you land in a really wrong position, your tailbone is going to suffer a lot. And, and I tell you that it hurts. It hurts a lot. It hurts. And it hurts. And it hurts long. That's the problem as it, well. It's very uncomfortable for, for how long. Mm -hmm. um, Angie, we always talk about, when we talk about cliff diving, how important is, uh, you know, mental strength to, to make sure you, you can combine both. That you, you, I mean, you know, um, physically you're strong because, I mean, you've done your training, but mentally you have to combine that too. Do you... Besides the physical and the physiotherapist treatment you do, do you do a little bit of mental training as well with the guys? Uh, sometimes, yes. Because, <laughs> I mean, a lot of times, yes. <laughs> because uh, with the time, you know all the people. You know, if you, if you just see their eyes, um, you can tell, is he very nervous? Is he very calm and you know the stories behind the person you know if there is if some troubles um and sometimes you in the therapy I, I talk about it i try to to be the person who they can talk to where they can let all their problems and like refresh their mind or just leave all their thoughts here in this room and then they can go out with a clear mind and focus again um, on the sport and what they have to do. Or sometimes they just need 
a hug or, <laughs> or if you're taken by the by the shoulders and tell them, hey, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's an important part because you know uh, you're you're injured, you're feeling pain, and uh, and what you want to hear is is some comforting words sometimes. You know, even that even helps with the pain. So uh, personally, we've had that conversation a few times, and and I've been in the room when you're having that kind of conversation. With with the guys, Angie, you're more than a physiotherapist. Like now that we're talking about this part, for example, after the treatment, a lot of times we sit to eat dinner together or or just ride the bus together to to the location, and and you continue that that conversation. You continued uh, sometimes you just even walk in and just you know put in your hand on the shoulder and ask because you can see that. Does that come from knowing from the treatment of the body, or you can just also tell a little bit? And, and you're turning into also a psychologist. I mean, every physiotherapist is a little bit of a <laughs> psychologist. <laughs> but, I mean, you have to be it a little bit because otherwise you can't... You have to feel good in your body. You just can feel good in your body if you have a, a, a good mind setting, if you, if, if you can focus on the positive things. Of course, you have to, to take the people on the hand sometimes and lead them or help them go their way. Angie, um, without naming names, <laughs> let's just talk about <laughs> types of divers. Um, I think <laughs> I would say that there's different types that come to treatment. Some guys come, come to talk story, uh, some go to get treated for long standing injuries some of the guys just go to get a massage and just stay there Relax. for an hour or two <laughs> uh, some people want to get treatment at six in the morning at noon and then late at night um <laughs> can, can you spot those guys and say mm, this is gonna take a while uh of course you know <laughs> you know the people with the time and so <laughs> this, this gives you a little clue what he needs. <laughs> I, I think they have the misconception. They learn little by little that it's not a massage. It's supposed to be treatment. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Angie, um, understanding all these risks and, and knowing everything that you know about their mind, about how their body's working, wh what they're suffering, what kind of pain they're feeling, um, what advice is the one you give most often uh, to these divers? Take care of your body. <laughs> um, you have to eat good, sleep enough, fuel your body with healthy stuff. Do a lot of stretching, not just pushing to the limit. Um, you have to kind of look after your body. You have to take care. And if you have to to hear to your body a little bit, just to, to feel what is too much, what is, what is the right amount of, of training uh, or impact it can stand. I, I, I mean, I think we really appreciate that because uh, myself being the oldest, uh, now retired, but I, I had to listen a lot to your suggestions in terms of uh, food, in terms of being hydrated, you know, we spend a lot of time in the sun. Mm. Uh, in terms of the training, uh, how to managing all those loads, and and you can see the divers actually improving. You can see them. Uh, of course, there are some injuries that are always going to be there, but you can see 
that that they are um you know getting a, a little bit more careful about all these things that's what you you taught us divers working with cliff divers does that teach you anything that for example when you go back to austria and and, and you do some sort of treatment to your patient yeah don't say wine drinking <laughs> <laughs> enjoy your life <laughs> well that that is, that is actually that could be good you know it's it's a group of, of of people not just the divers i think the whole team um we do take our job seriously but but you know we we like to enjoy our life too and you know how to enjoy your life <laughs> well angie I, i tell you what i think i'm, I'm not the only one talking about this or or saying this i know that all the divers really really appreciate everything that you do um myself you kept me diving for a long time i think longer than i i could ever expect it so uh, it, it's really good to have somebody like you on board um you know taking care of us we really appreciate all the work that you do and uh, we can't wait to get back on the cliffs and uh, hopefully not have to make you work that much because that means we're not doing our job well But we, we want to see you <laughs> around and, and make sure you stay around with us. Thank you very much, Angie, for joining us today. <laughs> Thank you, Orlando. <laughs> I'm really happy and looking forward for next season. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Orlando's World of Diving. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that the next episode is ready for you as soon as it's released. If you've enjoyed it, give us a rating and leave a review with what you thought about the podcast and what you've learned and might try and apply to your sporting, professional, or personal life. I'll see you next time.